Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Gabrielle Dorland. How are you doing, Gabrielle? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am doing well. I am in Melbourne, Australia. And that intro made me feel like I'm about to do a lie detection test. <laughs> well, thank you for that. <laughs> Gabrielle Dolan is considered one of the world's leading experts in business storytelling. Uh, she is the author of seven best-selling books and works with organizations around the globe to teach them storytelling in business, including Visa, Uber, EY, Rabobank, and the Obama Foundation. And yes, I think your mission to bring humanity to the way business people communicate is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Gabrielle. I'm looking forward to it. Wonderful. So the first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So my ideal client is organizations that are going through cultural change or, and in that, what I mean by that, they're normally rolling out new values. So they're trying to get, you know, values or purpose. The biggest challenge they face is I, I think we've gone through so many values rollouts, you know, especially years ago when you just used to put them on a mouse pad or a coffee mug and think it's done. So the biggest challenge they have is they want to communicate the cultural change through stories, but they their leaders don't know how to tell stories effectively because there's a very big difference, you know, between sharing stories with our friends and sharing stories effectively in work. So that is ultimately what I help them with. I help train up their leaders so they can, you know, communicate the, the values or the cultural change or whatever change through stories. Wow, beautiful. So uh, what are, uh, assuming we're all humans, right? <laughs> so uh, what are common mistakes uh, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem? Um, some of them are, well, I think one of the biggest mistakes is they actually don't train their people because they think storytelling, you know, how hard could it be? So that's one mistake. Uh, another mistake is that they sort of have got these new values and they want to communicate it through stories, but they don't actually live and breathe their values. So it's one thing coming up with values and, you know, you might have values around, um, you know, collaboration, but their process and systems don't allow that to happen. Or they might have values around, you know, empowerment to their people, but again, their processes and systems don't allow it to happen. So it's making sure that whatever values they want to achieve or want to, you know, operate by, that they're actually all their processes and systems are aligned to actually allow that to happen. Because I think you can bring people along the journey around a value, but if they're sort of, you know, if, if, if they can't achieve what they want because every turn they have, they're blocked by the company's processes, then it just becomes really frustrating for the employees. Well, it goes both ways, I guess. And so I think uh, storytelling is the, the bending uh, issue here. Would you, would you agree to that? Yeah, it is. It's, it's storytelling. It, it sort of combines everything. It's sort of like, you know, one of the, you know, when you talk about values and cultures, storytelling sort of becomes the platform to create that. I, I remember hearing a great, great quote once, and I, it sort of 
don't even know who to attribute to, but it's like you know the culture changes when the stories change. And so it's how you can strategically use storytelling, you know, to drive um, organisational change, whether that's cultural change or digital transformation or whatever. Well, I like the uh, the, the correlation here that you just uh, showed us, uh, that even after the fact, the story has changed, but now you can do it in advance. So that's why, why it becomes a strategy. So I love that part. Um, so uh, before I ask Gabriel, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Gabrielle, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Yeah, so look, I, I think I can probably answer that in two ways. One, one time I might just do it from the individual perspective. So, you know, as from an individual, how could you start using storytelling? And I would say ultimately be very clear on your message. So what business message are you trying to communicate? Think of a personal story you could use. So not... You know, work-related stories are fine, but, like, perhaps something that happened to you growing up. So if you want to communicate the message of integrity, for example, what happened to you growing up or in your early career that you could share a story about that? So that's it's it's looking for these personal stories because they're some of the most um, – were they the most powerful? And then like from a pure technical perspective around storytelling, just be really succinct. I think one of the biggest mistakes people make when sharing stories in business is they go too long. And I would be saying if your story is going longer than two minutes, it's too long. So that's that's what I would say from an individual perspective. And and I guess from an organizational perspective, it's sort of what I spoke about before. Be be sure about what you want to be known for. You know, what is your brand? What is your culture? Um train your leaders how to share stories and then start this process of of collecting them, finding them, communicating them and doing things that generate them. Well, I really like that it goes down to the human factor and component uh, of a story that we are, are easily uh, are more inclined to connect with. And uh, I think that shows uh, why stories are so important because it's about the connection. Uh, is that fair to say? Yeah, and so, so one of sorry, another mistake companies make is they think they're doing storytelling, and when they go, "We've got this story," I look at it and go, "But that's not a story. That's that's a timeline of the company, or it's a case study." And what 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 a time you know timelines are valuable information. Case studies provide really valuable information, but they're not a story because they don't connect on an emotional level. And ultimately, that's what a story will do. It actually helps people connect on an emotional level. So, you know, even when we hear things like, you know, we need to be more personal or we need to be approachable or we need to make a connection, that's that's all about emotion. It's, it's not about logic there. It's all about a, an emotional connection. If I can feel it, I can perceive it, right? <laughs> so. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that and that's exactly what you're trying to do with the story. You're trying to help people feel something, or do something, or you know, think something differently. Beautiful. So I want to give you the opportunity uh, and platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah. Um, so on my website, which is gabrieldolan.com, there's a seven-day storytelling starter kit and it's free. So it's free. It's literally if you, when you sign up to that, you get an email from me once a day for seven days. And it's a, it's a really short video and it just helps you get started with storytelling. So, you know, if you're an individual out there, whether you're a leader or you run a business, 
it helps you get started thinking about how you could share stories and where you could share them. So I get a lot of feedback that that's quite valuable. So that that's one resource. And, and on my website also, there's a whole lot of, you know, free white papers you can download, like white papers around organizational change, white papers around storytelling. So if you go to my website, gabrieldolan.com and get into the resource section, you'll see all those resources. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And uh, also, we, of course, we put the link in the show description and uh, let's get your story started, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Gabrielle, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, that's a that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, what about, what about, can you share me an example of a story that in business? Okay, well, so I'll get, I often time find, running two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry. We, we often, we often, um, you often hear people talking about the power of storytelling and never share a story in in the interview. So I, I always want to share a story. So please let let me let me set it up very quickly please. though. I did I did some work with the risk team. So it was the entire risk team, and the head of risk, her name was Rosemary. And Rosemary said that one of the biggest challenges she has in her role is that when she's talking about risk management all the business units or the people she supports go, you're the risk manager, that's your job. And she said, it doesn't matter how many times I've told them, I can't manage your risk for you. All I can do is help you manage your risk. She said, the behavior doesn't change. I just I just can't get the message across through examples and case studies. So this is the story she started to share. So I'll share the story that she, that she started to share to great, great effect. She said, when I was a kid, I grew up on a farm and growing up on a farm, there was all these dangers we needed to be aware of, but mum would teach us what to do. So we knew what to do if we ever came across redback spiders in the timber heap. We knew about the potential traps in the dam after heavy rain, and we knew what to do if we ever came across a snake in summer. And I remember this hot day, mum was yelling at me to get my bike from the front gate because we were having visitors over for lunch or something. And then I ran down the path and then I just froze because in front of my bike was this massive copperhead snake. But I remembered everything mum taught us to do. So I played statues and I slowly walked backwards until there was enough space between me and the snake and I ran back to the house to tell mum. And I'm sharing this with you because it reminds me of the role we play in risk. All I can do is give you the skills, knowledge and advice so when you come across your own copperhead snake, regardless of what that looks like, you will know what to do. So. I, I love that as an example of um, a, like a simple personal story you could use to get your message across. And, you know, it, like I would, I would say to you, did that, did that help you understand the role of a risk manager, risk manager better? Absolutely. Yeah. And I absolutely yeah. you do. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and do you think you'd remember it? Yeah, it's memorable, absolutely. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, from a technolic, from a uh, technical perspective, because uh, the story started with when I was, because that draws you uh, directly into the situation when it was. You don't have to talk about stuff that happens before that and stuff like that. So it's really very succinct and really getting to the point straight away. Yeah. Is it yeah. Well, one of the things I teach people is like that structure because, and I'm glad you picked up on that. Like she started the story with when I was a kid. Um, you don't want to start your stories with, let me tell you a story about a risk management and a snake. So starting your stories with time and place, like, you know, when I was a kid or, you know, 
five years ago we went on a holiday or this morning at gym, it actually signals to your audience that you're about to tell them a story. So you probably would have felt that it's almost like as soon as someone starts like that, your brain switches in and starts to listen differently. And that, and that's, that, that's just, we can't even fight that because that's, that's science and our brain is hardwired to listen to stories. It just draws us in and uh, gets us to that uh, the emotion that we can easily connect to. And uh, speaking of which, so um, this brings me to my final question for you. And we are already in this emotional um, territory. So um, it's a personal question. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Oh, goosebumps with my family. I We have recently moved into a new house and um, we were in our old house for 22 years. So it, it was a little bit emotional, but not. I think it was more emotional for our daughters who were 19 and 22 because they had literally lived their entire life in their house. For me, for me, I was sort of thinking, you know, it served it. I loved the house. I loved it, but it was time to move on. So we we moved into our new house and it was literally on the last day of settlement. My husband had to go back and just clean out a few things. And in the shed behind the door, he found the piece of wood where we had measured all the kids' height. We had taken the kids' height for the year. And he took a photo and said, and sent it to all of us saying, look what I just found. And it was the first time I nearly cried. And my daughter texts back and going, oh, my God, I'm on the beach crying. And that was, um, that, that was, I was amazed how emotional that was. Right, you hit it on the day, so very emotional. Thank you for this beautiful Goosebumps moment. It's an amazing story again. Thank you, Gabrielle. For this beautiful goosebumps moment thank you for our conversation it was a pleasure talking to you and i appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today thank you it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you as well thank you it was a pleasure thank you for listening and as always energizing results to you and your loved ones thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show please rate and recommend on apple podcast overcast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.